Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead this is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and mma into one heck of an amazing podcast you can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at your favorite do me a huge favor and listen to brian's show you'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend now as i said let's get into today's topic so we left off in Australia with the dingus over here spraining her ankle. Well, confirmed we, sprain. We thought it was sprained. It's recently been confirmed that it was sprained, but it could have been broken. We, we got wouldn't the have X-rays. known. But here she is, you know, and I felt really bad for her because, like, the place that she booked us to stay was kind of like a, you know, no-tell-motel kind of a place, if you ask me. Like, there was a lot of weird, trancy and strange people coming and going from that place. Like, it was Including one us? day this giant, like, tank. Like, and I'm talking not like a mo- not like a military tank, but like a circular tank that holds liquid came cruising in and on a trailer and parked right outside the room yeah, that was weird. i mean it was weird the stuff that we saw there and but they didn't have like an ice machine or anything like that so like this one she can't get ice for her foot so we have to go buy her these stupid packs that like you know it's the only thing right and you know thank god you know matt thought about it but you know you go there and you pop them open you put it on there but the problem is they don't stay cold long enough to really have an effect like probably right about the time they're about to change something they go warm you're really only supposed to leave ice on for 15 minutes at a time and they lasted maybe like 14 minutes (laughs) well regular ice is better it's more intense once I got the regular ice later on in our trip, it was it was much better. Yeah, but. it changed the thing. But but this one's not going to be outdone. She's going to forge ahead and enjoy her trip because it is, after all, the third day there. We did everything we wanted to do, ankle or not, except maybe hiking to that funky waterfall thing because both you and Ash thought it was going to be too slippery. Yeah, it would have been. But so, day after sprained ankle... We went to this neat little place called Old Gypstown, and it had like all these like old timey buildings and old timey things, and they'd arranged it into this cute little town thing and added all the history shenanigans and all that good I stuff. I have to say that our Australian friends go the extra mile to show you something about their country, like that. Like yeah. that person. That decided, you know, the group of people decided to put that there. They like, they got a, a general store and stuck it in there. They got a barber shop and stuck it in there. They got a police station with a jail and stuck it in there. And did you notice that the general store, the barber, and some of the other shops in there are actual shops where you can buy shit when it's not COVID regulated? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And it's, it's just really, I thought it was rather cool, you know, that they would do that. I mean, I would even go as far as saying like, you know, my new son-in-law, he is, you know, 100% Australian, and he was so 
great and cordial at taking us around places and like stopping in the weirdest spots that no one would ever think to stop. But he would stop there because there was a cool view or, you know, he stopped at that one place where there was a mine right there that we could look, you know, I mean, it was, it was nice of him to go the extra mile, you know, like that. And I feel like Australians in general kind of go the extra mile. So when we bought the tickets to this old Gypstown place, they were like, well, here's some duck food. I'm like, duck food. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ducks. Duck food. The ducks. So then the whole time we're walking through, and we were there for like, what, an hour before we needed to sit down? Easily. At least an hour. And my, my, you know, piriformis muscle was just killing me because, remember, I had to sit on a long flight. And I was just getting to the point before going on the flight where it was getting better. And then I had to basically miss a therapy session. Because I was leaving on a Thursday, I wasn't going to be there Friday. So I missed the therapy session. So right at the tail end of the good part of my physicalness, ness <laughs> the best way I can put it, I had to sit on a plane all that time. And so it was angry. It was an angry muscle. So and we I couldn't walk as well. Hobbles and hobbles. Yeah. Um, so this whole time we're walking around, walking through all the buildings, and I see no damn ducks. And I was like, why you give me duck food? There's no dang ducks. And then all of a sudden we went around this corner and there was these funky, turkeys. funky, they weren't turkeys. You were supposed to play along with me. They looked like turkeys. They had like that thing that lives under a turkey's neck. That's what their head was made out of. So they were all like red and bumpy and they were weird. <laughs> red and bumpy and weird is right. And they were like sleeping. We didn't want to bother them. And they sleep like Parker, with their head like turned around and yeah. tucked under. But then there were ducklings Weirdos. that were wandering around. And then we finally we found the be- a bench on the side of the pond where there was ducks, and I could throw the duck food at the ducks to keep them at a distance. It was pretty cool. Then, of course, one of those red-headed little douchebags has to come over. And it's like, give me food. Food? Give me the food. So I was like pelting it with food to make kind of make it go away, but it didn't work. And then oh, you made it mad. Then this fantastic creature of terror grabbed the bag of duck food out of my hand and threw it into the lake. Threw it all into the lake, like the entire bag, whatever was left into the lake. And then it was mad that there was no more food. It was angry then. Like it was pissed at her that there was no more food. And I was like, look here, bitch. If you hadn't thrown it in the lake, there was half a bag of food left. That was super hilariously funny because the the animal just animaled at you like it was. Yes. <laughs> it was not going to be happy with you no matter what you did. Then like we finished feeding them, obviously, because you had some duck food left. We finished feeding them. And then we're standing there. And the people we were with, Matt, was standing there talking to those like old Australian bush people dudes. Yep. And their super thick Australian accents that neither one of us could understand. Correct. And this duck is coming at me. Yep. He was like, you've got more. I know you've got it. You got it in your pocket. You got it in your hand. Wherever you got it, you got to give it to me now. Except he said all of that with an Australian accent because he's an Australian duck. Correct. So if somebody could translate that into Aussie land speak, it'd be rad. (laughs) That'd be funny. So then we leave there. And we go to the Holden Car Museum. I finally got the name right. The been, Holden Car Museum. You've been listening to us for a while. You'll know this is our third car museum in the last 12 months. We love cars. Apparently. We just love cars. Especially car museums. 
And this particular car museum was like, I don't know, ridiculous. Well, first thing that was cool was it's a brand of cars we've never seen before. Yeah, it's like the Chevrolet of of Australia was what it kind of came off to me. Is Chev only in North America? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So tell them about your boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. Tell them about your boyfriend at the Holden Car Museum. So this guy over here, he's pay- he paced away and he's making me pay for the tickets. Such a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, the first and only time she describes the payment of things. And she describes it as though it hasn't been the norm the entire trip. <laughs> but I'm standing but there. But that's supposed to not tell you that because then it ruins her joke. Yeah. So her joke, consider her joke ruined. Anyway, standing there, and all of a sudden, this like bearded old man is hollering at me that he loves my shirt. Yeah, like, Like, and when she says hollering, she's talking, hollering. Like he yells. What did the shirt say? It was my sarcasm is a state of mind. Sarcasm is a state of mind. He loved the shirt. Then, then he would gradually graduate to telling her that he loved her. And he hugged me twice. He hugged her twice, and she is not a hugger. And he told her how beautiful she was. Then he um, found out I was Canadian, and he told me he loved me again. Yeah, he's loved her even more because she was Canadian. I mean, it was it was um weird. But really thanks weird. to me and my shirt, Beard Bro gave us a personalized tour of the entire museum. Exactly, places we weren't supposed to be. He <laughs> took us, like in like the back rooms where they're restoring cars, and he took us into the garage where they're restoring vehicles that you know they want to put on display. Yeah. I think the coolest was when he took us into the new acquisitions room that was obviously closed, and they had the airplane engine and stuff. Yep. It was so cool. It's It was the neatest experience. And, you know, not it was probably the second biggest car museum we've been to. You think the one in Nashville was bigger? By far. Okay. And don't forget it also, the one in Nashville had the stuff outside, too, the big, giant... Oh, that huge military, military boat ship thing, car. Car ship boat thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that that one was so, it was still so good. Like, I just enjoyed it completely. So if you're ever in rural Victoria, Australia, check out the Holton Car Museum. It was freaking rad. Say hello to my boyfriend. I don't know his name. <laughs> his name was Carl. What is his name? Was his name not was Carl. Carl. His name was no, Carl. No, it was not. Yes, it was. You were lying. His, no, his name was Carl. Oh, he told oh, me what his no. name was. His name is Carl. <laughs> Why is Carl funny? Do you not remember llamas with hats? Because <gasps> oh. I'm totally the whiny llama that kills people, and the other llama's name was Carl. <laughs> his name was Carl. Maybe he knew this. Somehow I did. So, okay. Then, after this, what did we do that day? I don't, I think that was, was that the day, day that we went, was that the day that we went to the Erica pub? That was the next day. Or was that the next day? I'm pretty sure. And it's all kind of blurred together at this point. We've been home for like almost two weeks. It can't be the next day because you, you sprained your ankle on Monday. Yeah. And then we did the other then stuff on Tuesday. We did, we moved out on monday yeah as well which is why i think that was pizza day we just monday went monday was pizza day Sprained your ankle. oh 
See, so I think Tuesday may have been the pub. Okay, well, you yep. can talk about that. So it happened, whether or not. So we go to this place, and it's called Erica Pub, and I think the town's name was Beyond Belief. Erica. I mean, imagine Erica Pub being in the town of Erica. Who could have, who could have guessed? Shock. It's shocking. Yeah. So we go to this place, and like the big deal is that they have this lava rock that they freaking like melt basically um, in the heat and bring it out with a piece of meat cooking on it. So you pick like steak or they had chicken, right? They they did not have chicken. They had they had like three different kinds of steak. They had kangaroo and they had the salmon that I had. And salmon. No chicken. No. Otherwise uh, I would have gotten chicken. I guess chicken would take too long to cook. Um, it looks like their menu changes depending on what's cheap and in season. So well, they yeah. had chicken, but it was not just they didn't have it right then. So it comes out, and then you have to slice pieces and let it lay on the rock to cook. Mm-hmm. It was so tasty. I had a steak. It was huge. It was a huge steak. Oh, they also had lamb because it's Australian. lamb. That's right. Everything there has got they've got lamb, but it was so good. It was so tasty. It was so yummy, and that was pretty much that day. I mean, we we yeah yeah. And then what was the next thing that we wanted to? cover i don't remember what we did on wednesday like even a little bit like, i don't even recall one percent so like the next thing i remember is spending the day with ash on thursday wednesday if i remember correctly was the day we worked and then kind of like had lunch with them okay kind of like brunch slash remember at that little place no that weird little place off of the park there's a park there and literally no little, idea what you're talking you don't about. remember wow that was where I had the chili. Eggs. That was just with Ash. Okay, well, but it was that same day. Um, okay. So I think that was kind of a mellow day, and we probably just stayed at the hotel. Okay. And then Thursday, I spent the entire day with Ash. Someone stole my hair, and then they glued fake nails to my nails. They over they overcut her hair a little bit. It's a little short. It's a little bit short. It was a little shorter than she wanted, but you know, it's all right. It came out good. She looked real beautiful. I mean, she got her nails done. Now I only have eight out of ten nails left. Yeah, they, you know, this is why she doesn't get her nails done because she does that to them. Um, <laughs> she's just that person. She gets in there and does the work. Um, yeah, apparently putting a slip cover on a couch was too much for them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why women that have their nails done, they sit off to the side and don't do anything. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, long and short of it, that was that. Was that. What I mean, did I remember, you do on Thursday? I remember I hung out with Matt. And we went to this store, and we got my me a footy, an Australian footy, okay, and a cricket ball, and it's an official cricket ball, like the real deal, and it's an official footy, like the real deal. So it was a lot of fun, and we went out. He and I, and he showed me how to kick the footy through the goals. I kicked a few goals. That was fun, and I got to go further back, further back, further back, further back, and I got better and better and better at it. It was fun. Those guys are athletic. Australian football players. They're super athletic. But he showed me how they bounce the ball. He showed me how they bump past it. Nice. Um, and then I thought it was ironic because it was the next day that something happened, which we'll talk about later. But something happened at the the rehearsal time, and the guy did a bump pass with the beer can. And I thought it was funny that I had just learned the day before what the hell that was. Oh, that's funny. So I did not come off looking like an idiot. 
Friday was a pretty chill day for us too, though. Yes, because they were. That busy. was the rehearsal dinner day. Yeah, we went and busy. got our rental car, so that was quite an adventure for this guy over here who had to learn how to. drive Yeah, I had to learn how road. to drive on the wrong side of the road, guys. The wrong side of the road. Yeah. It was weird. It was really weird. Yeah. And you couldn't call it that while you were there, the wrong side of the road. Because it was the right side of the and road. Also, on our my very first night there Literally driving, the right side, the police flipped their lights on behind me and scared the poop out of me but it was because i was in the right lane for too long you're supposed to stay in the left lane unless you're passing yep but in my in my defense we had this hotel that was in a weird spot and so because they rely a lot on um circle drives um this place roundabouts yeah this place was like a u-turn away so you had to go past it and hang a u-turn and then go back so I would always end up in the right lane because I never knew when that was going to happen. And I wanted to be there. You were supposed to not be in the right lane until after you were out of city limits. Yeah, well. Like you were fine. the problem. Until the next morning when we went to drive. Well, but he flipped his lights on, so I obviously wasn't fine. But we were outside of city limits. That's when we were driving to Phillips Island. No. Yes, it was. He flipped his lights on. No, he flipped his lights on the night before. Okay. It was at nighttime that the lights got flipped on. Yes, it was. 100% at night. 100%. Because that night, while I was wide awake, I watched on the TV the the people that go after them on the highway there. Okay. Anyway, you don't have to believe me, but it's true. Okay, whatever you say. So anyway, then on Saturday, we drove out to Phillips Island, which is where the wedding was. And what did we do on the way there? Well, nothing much, really. We met up with some friends. We don't have any friends in Australia. What the sure hell are you do. talking about? Sure we do. We go to this place called Mauro, M-A-U-R-O, right? Mauro? M-A-R-U. Oh, Maru. Oh, got it. Okay. Not Mauro. Maru. It's complicated, it? It's Maru. And basically, it's like an animal sanctuary. And we get inside. You know, we had already paid in advance, and it was it was cheap. It was like $30 each plus we got a special thing that we'll tell you about in a minute that yes, cost another $30. So We spent 90 Australian, which worked out US. to be like 62 and change. Not bad, even a little. No, not bad at all. And we we turn a right turn, and like we have this kangaroo food in our hands that they gave us. And we turn, and kind of kind of sounds familiar to the uh, duck food, only this was a little more interesting. We turn, <laughs> and we go in through these doors, and there is li- quite literally a herd of not dinosaurs, but kangaroos just slaying there, standing there. And they all just like at one time, they turn and they look at you. They are so weird. They're the strangest looking creatures. Really weird looking. Then we walk up and this one's got like, it looked like sticks sticking out of its stomach. And I was like, oh, is it hurt? No, it's Joey went in head first. And its yeah. back leg sticks were like sticking out of its pouch. Yeah, that was funny. It was so weird. It looked so weird. It did. It was strange. Yeah. But they came over and they would eat the food out of your hands and they would grip your hands with their little claws that weren't so little. Like those things that they scratched you with that, that would fucking hurt. And they like nibbled on your palm and they were so cute, especially the albino one. Yes, there was an albino one there. And then they had like some lizards and snakes and whatnot from Australia. And there Australia. was supposedly an emu, but he was sleeping. The emu was snoring. Um, and then we re-encountered the kangaroos in a different yeah. spot. Yeah. And they were a lot less friendly. Because we didn't have any more food. Because we didn't have any more food. 
They were not very friendly. <laughs> and then, then we encountered wallabies. They were cute as hell. They were so cute. And then there were emus. Emus that were right. not friendly, right? Even a little, they zero percent friendly. And there were dingoes. They were also fenced. And then we kept walking around, and there was the wombat that we fenced. found, and more. There wallabies. were the Tasmanian devils, two yes. of them, a male and a female. Apparently, they were mating. There the were more wallabies. Bitten. <laughs> right. There were more wallabies. And then we had to hurry up and wait for our special exhibit that started. We had booked an encounter of the third kind. The koala bear. With a koala bear, the close encounter of the third kind. Yeah. So we had to wait until 11 to get into this koala thing. And first, they we walked in, and they took us around and introduced us to all the koalas and explained how koalas work and explained that koalas are dinguses. And their birth system and... Um, how they're endangered now and why they're endangered now. Why they live in trees and why they only exactly. eat eucalyptus, blah, 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 blah. It was blah. really, and about how, what I found the most interesting was that eucalyptus is um, toxic, but yet they know just how much they can eat without dying. Yeah. They've developed in a. That's crazy. An immunity to its toxicity, too, is it's what crazy. Saying. And it's crazy. Then, then we got to. Just the two of us get into a room with a koala bear on a little fake tree, and we got to like scratch its scratch its back and look at it real up close and personal. And she said, "the the hand, handler lady, she said, don't touch its mouth, and don't touch her feet, or its face, or its face." It she will wanted bite us you. to keep our fingers. It will bite you. Yeah, especially if you smell like eucalyptus. Um, no. And that's really all it did the whole time that we pet it was it ate eucalyptus leaves. It was so cool. Like and it was it was the softest thing I think I've ever petted. Like it was softer than Parker the Cat. But you know, with that strict of a warning, I can only imagine how mean the wild ones are. Yes. Can you blame them? I mean, but those poor things are in trouble. I mean, the bushfires took out a lot of them. I mean, it's just sad what's happened to them. I feel bad. Our recommendation is that you promptly adopt a koala bear. Yes, they have this. You can Google it. Because they're going to be extinct by the year 2050, and that's bullshit. So adopt a freaking koala, spend the $60, they'll send you a plush toy, they'll send you the name of the koala you adopted... Build it some damn eucalyptus trees and call it a freaking day. Telling you, you got to do it because these poor, poor, poor little animals are in trouble. No fault of their own. If anybody wants to buy me a birthday present, you know, because I have one of those sometime during the year. Just get her a koala bear in her name. Adopt a koala bear. Yeah. In my name. Fantastic. Or even adopt a koala bear in your name. I don't care. And then do it. Tell us. Adopt the koala bear. But yes, help the koalas. We love them. Anyway. Yogi's, Pod- Yogi's Podcast Network will be adopting a koala bear. Yes. It will be rad. We have to add it to the zoo. Yeah. Never had a koala in the zoo. No. We had a Henry. And an Ozzy. We had an Ozzy. Ozzy was close to a koala. He was sweet he and was cuddly mean. and mean. He yep. was sweet, cuddly, and mean. And he was. He would be the pig that would be all sweet and cuddly and all of a sudden bite your hand. Yes. Like, the only time Henry would ever bite... As if he was startled, and then once he got or he blind, smelled like food. And once he got blind, when he smelled like food, but yeah, but no, never have we had a koala in the zoo. 
So that was it for the koala bear place, though. Like, there was not much to do after we met the koala bear, plus everything seemed really lame. They took a picture of us with the koala bear. Yeah. That was kind of rad. It was rad. Then we were hungry. So we went on a quest oh, yes. to find food. We met some more nice people. And, and I was like, there are two tiny, two tiny restaurants in this podunk little town around this place. Like, and I'm hungry now. So this guy over here picks the lesser of two evils, which seemed like the fish and chips place. Well, when we got to the fish and chips place, I was like, oh God, here we go. Cause it was like this little tiny little rundown place. It looked like any other fish and chips place I've ever been in. They're always run down and old. Especially in Britain. I've never been to Britain. Just well, saying. Have, so. The only fish and chips place I've ever been to is Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips and the and one it in wasn't, Cyprus. And it wasn't exactly run down. No. And neither was the one in Cyprus. No. So this was like <laughs> it looked like it, it looked like those, So you like, thought there was gonna be a problem. Well neighborhood it was either gonna be a problem or it was gonna be freaking amazing. Well it was freaking amazing. There we go. That's it what was I thought. So good. We got this like Dinner for two thing, which came with these huge, giant two pieces of fish. Uh, the what the heck were they called? The po- potato scallops. Yeah, the scall the the potato scallops. And then these funky Asian egg roll sausage roll things that you wouldn't try, but that were pretty good. And then a whole entire box of chips slash yeah. fries. It was so good. And then while we were sitting there, there's this little dog that was there, a little schnauzer, and he kept looking at us and trying to talk to us. And so then his owners started talking to us and they were super nice people i think he realized why he liked the smell of me so much i smelled like kangaroo yeah but they were really nice people they were super friendly what did they say as they were leaving well as they were leaving they asked us if everyone had been nice to us and i was by the way i was wearing a collingwood hat and that was their team so you know that instantly we bonded over that in uh, in australia the australian football is ginormous like it's huge but anyway so she says he says, um, they're being nice to you? And I go, yes. He goes, well, if anyone's not nice to you, you tell them to go get stuffed. <laughs> so that was pretty amusing. And with that. <laughs> but then we kept driving. We kept going to, um, we had our great lunch. It was a great lunch. Yeah, no, it was super we, good. We, we, let me just tell you how good the fries were. The fries were so good that me, the guy who never eats the stuff that he takes home, took that thing into the rental car and started chowing on it as he was driving the rest of the way. And there was none so, left. And, and don't forget, and don't forget, I'm driving on the side of the road that I have no clue how to drive on, but I was eating while I was driving. Because <laughs> I loved those. Those were so good. My God. So then we went to, what was the name of that island that we ended up on? Churchill Island. Churchill Island. And as we pull into this thing, there's like this huge bridge first. Then there's like this little narrow bridge where only one car at a time can go each way. Or, you know, you can only one direction can only go. And we'd make the turn off that bridge. And right away we see these Highland cows, like long hair hippie cows. I definitely didn't squeal. It was crazy. Long-haired hippie cows. I'm telling you, they were hippie cows. I can't cows. believe you've never seen them before. Like, never seen a picture never. of them or anything. They're so dang cute. They, like, they're teddy bear cows. Like, they're so cute. And then we kind of roamed around there a bit. There was, like, a trail. Took some pictures and some video. Yeah. Had a good time with we that. We saw those weird swamp hens. Yeah. And then we got back in the car and went the other way and kept going to, to the Airbnb. And that's where we're going to end tonight because... We're going to tell you the whole rest of the trip in the next episode. So in the next wedding, you get to hear about the mythical wedding that we went all the way for. And the prep for it. And the prep for it. 
Because that was interesting and in and of itself. And the drama and the meltdowns and all the good stuff. And then you'll get to hear about our journey to the beach in Australia and walking on the well, pier in rad. Australia. Um, and then you'll hear our story. That was a great morning for breakfast, by the way. If you remember that first breakfast restaurant that wasn't open. Oh, yeah. And then our trip to Melbourne. Yep. And our time in Melbourne, which yep. was both good and bad and good and bad. Mostly good. Mostly good. Maybe an hour and a half of A really lot of bad. not so good. Yeah. Some bad tastes in the mouth from the Melbourne. If I were to visit Melbourne again, it would be a very different experience because I wouldn't bring a car into the city for one thing. So hear about. So you'll hear all about that. And, and that's, that's my <laughs> teaser. That's my teaser. So we'll probably end with Mike having a huge rant. So, you know, stay tuned to the nightly rant for Mike giving you a huge nightly rant. Yeah. And with that, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.